You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It is Sunday, December 17th, and the 49ers just clinched the NFC West with another sweep of another NFC West team, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, big, big win. The 49ers had a season high of 45 points in the Cardinals, you know, because of some last minute garbage time touchdown. They got 29. Uh, but joining me to talk about this win is Josh Harper. Josh, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. You know, the Niners clinched. So, uh, I mean, what, what, what more can we ask for to this point? So I'm, I'm feeling good. Doing great. Exactly. Everything is good in 49ers 49ers land. Um, Now, as I mentioned, I'm feeling a little under the weather, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. Uh, Greenlaw Mooney Ward said, you know what? We're going to give it a go. They were dealing with some injuries this past week, but it was Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave who were out for the interior of the defensive line. Now, going into this game, Josh, like I, I think the way I expected this to go was you know what, not having both of those guys in the interior is pretty huge. So I was kind of expecting that the Cardinals would have some success on the ground in this game. Now, of course, Kinlaw's been having some good games to this point. So I was like, you know, maybe they'll be fine with Kinlaw. Uh, But then in the game, Kalia Davis as well, he goes out with an ankle injury. Uh, And so, man, they're really hurting in the interior of that that defensive line. And we kind of saw it unfold in this game, right? Uh, they finished with Arizona Cardinals finished with 234 rushing yards on yeah. 7.8 yards per carry. Uh, and a lot of those came on like big chunk runs where we saw a lot of missed tackles, you know, poor effort. This wasn't Fred Warner's best game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course we got to look at those injuries on the interior and feel like there is a direct correlation there. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially like when you're missing Eric, I feel like Eric Armstead is like the glue to that line, right? Like he's a, he's the run stopper. He's the he's the big dude in there. Um, and and Hargrave, he's not known for his run stopping ability, but he's a he's a big piece to uh, of stopping the run. Um, so when you're missing two of your starters in there, uh, I know that um, Kinlaw he's been playing well, um, but he's been on snap counts, right? He's not just in there, you know, for the full game. Um, so that that's that's an adjustment that that he's going to have to to learn how to play the whole game. You know, he's been good in spots this year, um, a lot better than he, than he has in the past. But again, when we, when you're when you're missing Armstead and and um, and Hargrave, you're you're bounded to give up, um, you know, more rushing yards than you would when your starters are there. But I didn't think it would be this bad, especially to a, a Cardinals team. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit and how these injuries could impact them going forward. But I mean, the 49ers won. Let's get on a positive yeah, note, yeah. right? Like yeah. for the defense, Mooney Ward, who didn't practice all week, he came away with not one, but two interceptions mm-hmm. in this game. He now has four on the season. And I thought it was pretty cool because this past week, you know, he joined Eric Armstead's podcast talking about how he feels he's like the best corner in the game. And if he, he could just get those interceptions, you know, maybe other people would see it too. Mm -hmm. So he kind of called his own number on this one and came away with two interceptions. He also had, uh, I think a past defense as well. Um, Looking at the stat sheet here. 
Um, and, you know, pick one of those interceptions was a pick six, right? Mm. So that definitely helped get the 49ers onto a big start right away. Uh, what did you think of Mooney Ward's performance in this one? Oh, man. I mean, so Mooney, he's 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 really good. He's a good corner, right? And the only thing that we've been missing are those splash interceptions, you know, those pick sixes that we see from a lot of the, the top guys. And I don't know if you if you saw me tweet out. I'm like, man, I didn't know uh, Mooney World was that fast. Just the way he grabbed the ball and just, you know, took off with it. We've been missing that those type of plays from our defensive backs for I don't know how long. Um I don't. I mean, Hafunga is pretty good with you know, you know, interceptions and and doing something with it. But we haven't had a corner in a long time, you know, make a pick and and take it to the house like that. So it was lovely to see as a fan. I'm I'm happy he's healthy because I know he had growing issues. But man, I agree. I think he's one of those. He's he's one of the top corners. Um, but you know, those picks are, are the only thing that's you know that he's missing. And and it was good to to see him at least get two and and one to the house. You know, put everybody on notice. For sure. Hopefully we see more of those in the future. But I, I had the same thought, right? Like he had a few guys in front of him, of course, when he made that interception. And at, at one point he just hit a second gear. And I was like, wow, like I didn't know he he went that fast. So I immediately went to next gen stats just to see like if they had the numbers of his mm -hmm. speed. And sure enough, for week 15, they had him up there. Uh, he reached a top speed of 20.64 miles per hour on that pick six so dude was scooting he was yeah. scooting out there <laughs> and and he showed the wheels so yeah definitely but i also want to talk about delmador lenore because he had a great game in this one of course like last week he had a play outside this week he was back ending the slot and i thought he had a great game he had nine tackles a tackle for loss a pass defended he was involved in a lot of different ways on the pass plays run game as well and so i think this is something we've been seeing from lenore the past few weeks but i just don't think it's being talked about enough just how good lenore has been and he was awesome in this game yeah, I agree. And and Lenore was one of those guys in the in the in the summertime. I just wasn't sure like what we were gonna get from him. And he's definitely showed me that we can definitely trust him on the opposite of, of Mooney. If Mooney goes down, we can trust him to to you know shadow the number one receiver. We can trust him to go into the nickel and and play that role and play it really well. So it I'm I'm very comfortable with with uh Lenore, um, whether that's at the nickel position, whether that's shadowing the number one receiver. He's had he's had a hell of a year so far. Um and I think he's just gonna continue to build upon it. Um yeah, I, I like what I see from Lenore. He he's a baller. He's a baller. Yeah, for sure. Something to keep an eye on, though. We already talked about some of the injuries the 49ers are dealing with on the defensive side of the ball. Add Lenore to that list. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it seems like late in the game, he had a rib injury. Mm -hmm. So he was quickly ruled out, of course, at that point. Like the game had already, you know, been won. Uh, yeah. But something to keep an eye on because he did look like he was in, you know, pain on the sideline and he was uh taking off his uh pads so mm -hmm. something to to monitor i haven't seen any updates yet like kyle shanahan hasn't spoken with the media i'm sure we'll get that here shortly but again something to keep an eye on hopefully he's okay the 49ers do have one extra day of rest mm -hmm. um but you know obviously a big game next week uh taking on the baltimore ravens who look great as mm -hmm. well but let's get to the offense because the offense, they scored 45 points in this yeah. one. And that's kind of that's kind of how I expected the game to go for the offense. Like, yeah, I was 
a little worried about the defense. And I was like, yeah. you know, that's a lot of guys missing on the defense or just important guys missing. But I was like, I don't think there's anything that the Cardinals can stop it, yeah. it, with this 49ers offense. And that's kind of been the story for the last few weeks for this offense. And we see Brock Purdy have a hell of a game, homecoming game for him. Let's see. He had uh, he was 16 to 25, 242 yards, uh, 9.7 yards uh, per attempt, four touchdowns, uh, passer rating of 135.3. Not a bad day in the office for for Brock Purdy and this offense, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I watch a lot of football on Sundays and Saturdays and Fridays, and I I, I haven't seen an offense click like this in. I don't know how like forever. I haven't there they click on all cylinders. You know, it starts with McCaffrey. They're get their feet in McCaffrey. He, you know, he's gonna do what McCaffrey does. And then you have Purdy. He's making every single throw. He's he's a point guard out there. He's getting it to Debo. He's getting it to you. Kittles, he's been balling these past couple games. Um, and when they're all clicking together, they're unbeatable. I mean, like Purdy made a throw to Debo up the sideline. And it was a it was such a beautiful pass back shoulder where nobody can get it but Debo on time. I mean, this this offense is scary. I mean, they could they could literally average plus, you know, 30, 35 points a game. Um, You know, I don't think anybody can stop them. It's really up to them executing, you know, staying penalty free. But they have too many weapons on that on that offensive side. And Purdy is just dealing. He's the MVP. He's the MVP. I'm saying it now. He's an MVP. It's unanimous. So, I mean, that was that was Connick's question, right? Because yeah. look, up. I think going into this week, it was Dak, it was Tyree Kill, it mm-hmm. was Purdy, and I, you know, yeah. I put McCaffrey in the conversation too. I don't yeah. think he's getting enough love nationally mm-hmm. in the conversation, but he deserves to be in there too. Well, Dak Prescott playing the Bills. Uh, mm-hmm. They just lost to the Bills, uh, ten to thirty-one, and Prescott didn't have any touchdowns in that game. Uh, one interception. So yeah, I think uh, Purdy. Looking at the stats mm-hmm. that he had in this one, Tyree Kill, of course, not didn't play for the Dolphins. So yeah, I, I think uh, Brock Purdy gave himself a, a leg up in the MVP race. And what's crazy is so he has 29 passing touchdowns on the season. Mm-hmm. That's uh, most by a 49ers quarterback since Jeff Garcia in 20, uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just crazy, right? And Purdy's been yeah. doing this. Like he has these records that he's been breaking. And yeah, I agree. I think the performance he put on a day is MVP worthy, right? Because yeah. he was already in the conversation, but all of the different things we saw from the other contenders mm-hmm. and Brock Purdy, I think tell me he deserves to be the MVP. There's a few more weeks left, uh, yeah. but this one definitely helped. I mean, the throws that he's making, you mentioned the back shoulder one, that mm-hmm. was a thing of beauty. Yeah. Um, I think also the one that he threw the, to Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey was wide open, but that's because the defender came down because Purdy had escaped the pocket mm-hmm. And he was on the move. So he came down because his eyes were on Purdy. And I know they mentioned that on the broadcast as well. Yeah. So that's like that's that drive right there was all Purdy. Yeah. And so I, I think it, it just shows the impact that he has on this offense. Um, but McCaffrey as well has been awesome. He's he went over 100 yards today. 
Um, and it's his 11th game this season with 100 and more yards from scrimmage. That ties Roger Man. Craig for the most uh, such games <laughs> in a single season in franchise history. And it is crazy, too, because McCaffrey's doing this. He's breaking, like, franchise records. He mm-hmm. hasn't even been with the team all that long. Right. Uh, but this is just – it's an embarrassment of riches that this team has right now. I, and I agree 100%. Um, McCaffrey deserves to be in that in those talks. But you know how the NFL is. It's, it's going to go to the quarterback. Um, but I wish it was some way for – like, not to take anything away from Purdy, but if they split the MVP trophy or something, because they are equally <laughs> as important. It, it is crazy how good uh, Christian McCaffrey is. He's balling. He's making every single uh, – he's breaking records left and right just like like Purdy. But, yeah, they're, they're my one and two. For sure, one A, one B, but in the NFL standards, Purdy's definitely going to win the the MVP. Uh, fingers crossed, you know, injury free, all that. Um, but but yeah, McCaffrey, man, we can't we can't just leave him out like that. He's he's an MVP candidate as well. <laughs> he's a baller, dude. Like he's a he's a yeah. baller for real. I, I I definitely agree, and especially against the Cardinals, he has seven yeah. touchdowns against the Cardinals this season. Yeah, and uh, him and uh, Raheem Moser are tied with 20 total touchdowns on the mm-hmm. season. That's like most for non quarterback, which is crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's look, the crazy thing is, or I guess the cool thing is that if Brock Purdy were to get the MVP, mm-hmm. I just know like when he gives a speech or whatever it is they do, Brock Purdy would say like, this is, a this is an award for my team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like this is yeah. this is us. This is McCaffrey. This is, you know, because that's the yeah. kind of player that he is. Um, so I think that's that would be pretty cool. But 100%. yeah, I mean, as it stands, it's, it's a good feeling to know that the 49ers are this good on offense, this dominant. I saw this uh, crazy. Well, I guess it's not so crazy, but uh, hold on. I'll share my screen really quickly here. There's a tweet that. um from Kevin Molina. He says Brock Purdy is 205 yards and one passing touchdown away from 4,000 passing yards and 30 passing touchdowns. Debo Samuel is 41 yards away from 1,000 scrimmage yards. Kittle is 135 yards away from 1,000 yards receiving. And Christian McCaffrey is three touchdowns away from matching Jerry Rice's franchise record for touchdowns in a season Again, the embarrassment of riches. Like this is crazy, and and it's crazy because they can easily, I think, all do this in like yeah. the the next few games here before the yeah. season ends. Uh, so this is just something historic, I think, we're seeing from the 49ers offense. And yeah, it it feels like they're hitting a peak right mm-hmm. now, and and there there's nothing standing in their way. I think you mentioned like injuries that's pretty much the only thing there was yeah. a scare in this game with Brock Purdy <clears throat> dealing mm-hmm. with like uh they said a shoulder I thought it was like a head injury head at injury, first because yeah. yeah. it looked like a helmet a helmet but um Purdy entered he only missed a few few snaps there uh and I think we saw right away like Darnold not able to operate yeah. <laughs> the offense <laughs> quite the same way right 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 we keep getting told like anyone could do this but <laughs> that's not really the case yeah. let's not forget about kyle too he he's in his bag yeah. and mm-hmm. and when something and, and this is what i love about purdy when something doesn't work purdy is there to to rescue it i don't think we've had that in the past years with with 10 but he yeah rarely doesn't work with with kyle and his play calling right now but when it doesn't Purdy is there for the rescue. He's he's mobile. 
and he, you know, he's getting the ball out down the field, escaping the pocket, these things. That's what's making this offense like unstoppable right now. And that's what Purdy doesn't get enough credit for. Mm -hmm. Like he does create plays off schedule. He does uh, single-handedly make things happen for this offense. Like, yeah, Kyle does dial up a a really Mm -hmm. good play, you know, almost every play is perfect. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when things don't happen the way they're supposed to or expect to, expected to, Brock Purdy is able to create in his own right. And Mm -hmm. That that's just something we've seen, but he's not getting enough credit for. So Definitely. hopefully, you know, people kind of pay more attention to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, th- this is crazy. To uh, kind of one last talking point here that I want to discuss, and I know a lot of people were mentioning already because they saw the run defense kind of spiral in this game. You know, we talk about the injuries. So if Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave, let's just say, aren't available next week i mean that's a possibility right um 49ers like i said they have one extra day uh going into that uh christmas game Mm -hmm. i think john lynch has said when it's a night game it feels like it's another day right so Mm -hmm. like it happens Mm -hmm. at the end of the day so you really feel like as a player you get the next even an extra day uh more of rest so Mm -hmm. but if those guys aren't available going up against lamar jackson and that ravens offense that would be very concerning for the 49ers, right? Yeah, and I, I know that, you know, the Ravens changed their offense up, but they're still a run-first offense. They're, you know, they're going to give Gus the ball. They're going to give that that rookie the ball who's, you know, who he, he's an explosive guy, and you got Gus who's the the bruiser. Um, and, you know, Lamar has, you know, spread it out more where he's able to throw the ball around, but it still starts with the run. So <clears throat> it, with without Armstead and, and Hargrave in there, it's going to be tough. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they're healthy and hopefully they're they're ready to go. But if if it's going to cause any like long term or if there's a chance for to risk injury for a longer time, don't risk it. I I feel comfortable with this team that they can go on the road in the playoffs if they need to and you know and and get a few wins. Um, but it would be like it would be nice to have this team 100% fully healthy, especially in the trenches uh, for this game, it, which is a, a it could be a Super Bowl preview. You know, both teams are, are pretty good and pretty dominant in their respective rights. So hopefully they're hopefully they're ready to go. Yeah, I I hope so too. But definitely something to to keep an eye on through this week. I don't I think it's still a little too early to start having that conversation just yeah. because hey, like <laughs> I mean this game just finished. <laughs> There's still a whole week and, and a day uh mm-hmm. to go and, and those guys could potentially be available we just don't know yet right so um a little premature but something we're going to keep an eye on throughout the week and of course we'll we'll talk about you know brock purdy in and his mvp campaign throughout the week as well but for now guys i mean enjoy the rest of your sunday because this was a hell of a game and uh yeah i'm ready to watch sunday night football but uh make sure you like this video make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not yet um, make sure you follow uh, Josh on Twitter, jharp the second. Make sure you follow me, Steph49K. But for now, have a good rest of your Sunday night, folks. Peace.